Now, okay, this is the I Will Interview Anyone Because I Don't Care podcast, and today we're going to be talking to Jack about the direction of Star Wars and where it's going underneath Disney, because now they've taken over. So, Jack, what do you think about Disney taking over Star Wars and the direction they are taking? I used to not mind it, but now I hate it. Like, ever since I saw The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, I I just became so, I just became so disillusioned by everything. It just started going back to the old expanded universe, which is a hell of a lot better, you know, and they just threw all that stuff away because of their, because of their greed and, and, and pride. And, uh, you know, they're not even letting those stories continue. It's like a separate parallel universe to the old shitty canon. So, so it's, it's like, you know, I just, I really just, I really despise what they're doing and, uh, not to mention they're claiming to like honor George Lucas, like with what they're doing, but he wrote like story treatments for the sequels and, they even bother using them, and uh, they just ended up throwing them down the toilet. And uh, based and just you know, I'm tired of what they're doing. And uh, I, and honestly, think I mean, some of the stuff they're doing is okay, like Rogue One and Mandalorian are fine, but still compared, but still compared to the compared to the EU, the EU like beats everything they're doing in my in my opinion, you know. And I honestly wish that they kind of like took from those, you know. I mean, I know it may not sound that original, but but, but MCU, you know, I mean, you know, they still do new things, but they're all based off, uh, you know, their 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 comics, and they're like successful as hell under Disney. Why couldn't they do it with Legends, you know? And not to mention. Uh, with them destroying the whole EU and uh, the claim it was for creative freedom, but they're like ripping off tons of, of legends, legends things, examples being putting Thrawn and Rebels or ripping off Dark Empire for Rise of Skywalker just goes to show just how creatively bankrupt these assholes are. And they hire like literally, they hire like literally the worst people to run this stuff, you know? I mean, you're. I mean, I don't care about your political views at all. Everyone's free to believe what the, to believe what they believe. But it's like the people at Lucasfilm just like have this gall to bash and like anyone that that's like leaning towards the right side of, of of politics or complains about what they're doing, saying that they're like pri- privileged white men or were saying that uh, if the originals came out to came out today, they'd be complaining about those two and some other and some some of that other bullcrap. And uh, and it's a perfect timing that you would ask me this because just yesterday, Jar Jar Abrams came out and admitted that the that they never planned out the sequels one on one. Well, the thing about that is there was a plan from the maker himself. But decide not to use it because, after all, everyone everyone hates hated him at the time because of the, because of the prequels. So why do they want to use George Lucas's works, despite being the creator, when he made the pre- crappy prequel, Nerai's crappy prequels 
and special editions. And I want to talk about the prequels like next time, but uh, I, I always love the prequels for the most part. I think, uh, actually, in my opinion, that they're probably that's probably the best trilogy of Star Wars. In my opinion, you would put long. that you would put that above the original trilogy. Not necessarily. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I mainly don't. I mean, just saying that, like, you know, that you know, it's uh, it's just it's just what I, you know, per, it's just what I. You know, of course. I mean, they're, I mean, they're my first Star Wars movies. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. Well, well, Phantom Menace was my first was my first Star Wars movie, and I watched the originals after, and then Attack of the Clones in, in Episode Three, and then you know, and uh, I've also watched almost every like Star Wars show, show in existence at the time, like the. Like the two D animated Clone Wars, the the live action Ewok specials, the eighties droids cartoon, the, the Ewoks cartoon, and and uh, yeah, well, and uh, and I, I'll be I'll be and I'll be happy to admit I've never seen the holiday special and I never will, but yeah, I'd rather watch yeah. that than the garbage that Disney is putting out. And uh, and yeah, and. You know, I've also been a big fan of the games like the Jet, like Jedi Academy, uh, Battlefront, and uh, the old Battlefront, though. Well, of course, of course, the old Battlefront, uh, and uh, what else? I, I think I've also played some of the like flight simulation games, like the like like the Starfighter games, and uh, I, I, and. Uh, and I definitely played Knights of the Old Republic one, which I, I don't have to consider that my favorite Star Wars video game of all time. And uh, but fortunately, Dizzy might muck that muck that up soon. And uh, and, and then basically, uh, basically, you know, I you know I don't you know I know it sounds negative or pessimistic, but in the direction it's in right now, I don't see a bright future, but. The most positive thing is that not all other stuff is selling. Like none of the High Republic books are, are selling that well to the point where, less than a week after release, they put it down to twenty percent off. And then, and then, uh, then you know, like, hell, just recently, like earlier this month, uh, an unreleased Legends book called Heart of the Jedi, which was never. Like officially published, but the author of that of the of that canceled book, like recently published on Amazon, and that book sold like hotcakes. Like it sold way, way more copies than any than any of Dizzy's books. And I could and I can, I can understand. This is what fans want. This is uh, you know, this is where we need more of. Like you know, two years ago, uh, the first Legends thing that they've released in a long time other than the Old Republic game and the Fantasy Flight game source book is uh, is, is, ba- is basically a new chapter of the old Marvel of the old Marvel comics series. I mean, I've never read it yet, but but uh, yeah, that, that comic sold like tons and tons of, of copies, way more than anything they're doing, and I think that honestly does kind of you know, fry, you know, fry up a little, a little bit of hope, but who knows if, if that's if it's going to fall on deaf ears or not to the corporate all to the corporate oligarchs at the mouth. 
Yeah, well, I so like I want to circle back to the video games because yeah, Battlefront Two or like the the remakes of Battlefront they they just totally sucked. They were they look good and that's it. But but you have Jedi Fallen Order, and that game is actually really cool and is celebrated and loved. And so I know they're making a second one. I know they probably will put Cal Kestis. I don't know where they would put him, but it would if if they don't actually take um what's his name that actually plays him um what's that actor the redhead kid it's like Monaghan like Kyle Monaghan I don't know like I think I think I think Cameron Monaghan uh, he also played the Joker in Gotham uh, yeah I've never he- seen I've never seen Gotham well I've seen like the first episode and that's it but. Uh, he does a good job. I've only seen the, the scenes of him like playing the Joker, but he also he's also in Shameless. But so I think Disney would if they they, if they don't actually put like a live action Cal Kestis in any of like their their up and coming shows. I thought the very last episode of season two of The Mandalorian that if it wasn't going to be Ahsoka that shows up to like go pick up Grogu, it was going to be Cal. Or Ezra, like it could have been either one. It being Luke was like crazy, and like I loved it. But um, and, and I know you, I know what you're talking about. I really like that scene. You know, it's it, you know it it actually it actually did like made like a good Luke Skywalker scene that did more justice to the character than what Ruin Johnson did. My only problem is that's still in the same continuity where he is eventually going to become. Jake, Jake Alien Moker and, and run away unless they create like a big retcon and make Mandalorian like a, like a set, like a separate, like a separate universe. But Lord knows if that'll happen. Well, like if, if, if they were to go the separate universe route, you'd have to have like something in the, in the story from like either the original trilogy era or like the prequel era that would explain like, hey, like other like universes exist because that's like it, Marvel is able to easily do it because like that's just like a part of like the the fabric of that that world that reality. It's like oh yeah, there's other realities and it's like it's it's well known. It's in just so many different comics. And it's like in Star Wars, you don't have that. It's just like there's no but, inkling of an alternate yeah, universe. But, uh- the Halloween franchise was actually rebooted like three times where there were separate movies about separate, you know, times after, after the first Halloween with the 2018 one being the most recent, but they don't have a alternate universe ex- explanation. Just, you know, just a bit of a reboot, you know, and, uh, and, and, you know, that way, uh, I mean, you know, like I said, I don't think they're actually gonna, you know, do you know do that. But but at the same time, it's like considering that not a whole lot of their stuff has been selling too well lately. I, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know how they're gonna handle it. I think, and I mean, because I have like the same feelings about the sequel trilogy that you do. Um, I don't, I don't hate the direction that Disney's taking it as much as you, but. I feel like they know that this new direction is kind of, it's kind of like stagnant 
And so they have to put in a lot of work into explaining the sequel trilogy into explaining all the stuff that we'd have no answers for. And so they're going to do that, but they have to do it. Like, I mean, the Mandalorians, like that's the, uh, that's the capital ship right there. That's the flagship of the whole entire star Wars universe right now. It's not like the trilogies. I don't even think they were the flagship to begin with, but I know they wanted it to be, but right now, like the Mandalorian is the flagship and it is in that timeline, so they're going to have to explain some stuff in there. But I'm hoping they, they're able to do it well. Like, I'm I'm hoping they can explain, like, where the First Order even came from. And, like, I know there's there's books and stuff that I should – that I could read and I would know, but it's, like – But at the same time, if they're going to make you, like, go to books or a TV show or anything to know what's going on in your movies, that's – that, that, that's lazy writing, you know, and, you know, you never really, you never had to, you know, you never had to do that with the old expanded universe, except for like certain things that might confuse you. Like why did R2 not fly in the originals or why was Anakin upset and not becoming a master or why did, why did Qui-Gon train Obi-Wan despite him saying that Yoda trained him? I mean, you got those answers in the old EU, but for the most part, you never had to go to the EU to understand the movies. I mean, the EU is only there if, if either you wanted to know what happened after episode six or, or besides that, if you wanted to know like backgrounds of, of, of certain characters or even they would even like perfectly like have stories for certain throwaway lines mentioned in the movies. Like for example, Empire Strikes Back when Han mentioned running into a bounty hunter in Ord Mantell. Uh, there's, a, there's a comic book about that. Or when Obi-Wan mentioned uh, to Anakin Episode 3 that the business in Kano Nomodia doesn't count, that that was explained in the novel Labyrinth of Evil over a month before before the movie came out. You know, it's, you know, it's like, it's like it all, it all, it all pretty, much con- pretty much connected that way. And I thought it was really fascinating, you know? And, but with a new canon under Disney, it's like, it's not like that anymore. It's not just, you know, certain, it's not just, you know, certain things that if you wonder what happens, that there's material out there, no, it's, you have to, like, if you want to understand just the movie or enjoy it, you have to, like, you have to, you have to go to the other merchandise. And I think that's like really lazy writing because all that stuff is supposed to, be explained in the in the movies themselves maybe not in every little detail but like explain to us like where where who are the knights of ren where's at least uh excuse me what is what is stokes like motivations or why does Snoke hate on and, and leia so much and you know but movies never movies never attempt to explain that word what the hell did ray want to say to Finn at the Rise of Skywalker that, you know, we never got that. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's really stupid writing. And, and, uh, yeah. Well, I, w- I would totally agree with you on that. Cause like, yeah, th- those movies just have like these, these enormous, enormous plot holes that are just like, 
like like w- when you talk about like the, the the little stuff in the prequels, like oh the the stuff on Kato Nimoya, like yeah, that's like that's not a huge plot hole. That's just like a little tiny little detail that like when you look back into it, it's like it's an Easter egg. So if you know what if you know what it is, it's an Easter egg for you in the movie. Whereas like in the sequel trilogy, it's like Maz never tells in the movie where she gets the lightsaber. Luke's lightsaber that fell into Bespin. She, ne- you never figure that out in that entire trilogy. And she even says, "Oh, well, that's a story for another time." And it's just like, okay, well, and it never fucking happens. And it's just like it is very lazy. And but I also think it's probably kind of like a uh, a business tactic because I mean, let's not kid ourselves here. Like Disney is out to make money, and so if they if that's their business models, if you want to know, then you have to buy the the three part comic series and all the books are twenty dollars each. So you're gonna spend sixty bucks to figure out how that happened. Like they do stuff like that. So, you know, it's 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 shitty, it's lazy. <sighs> but the only you gave us a wonderful explanation as to where Luke Skywalker's lightsaber came from. What happened in the ODU is 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 that is that uh, is that it was you know it was found by someone on both the lightsaber and the hand were found by Imperials on Bespin, and then you know uh, at some po- at some point Grand Admiral Thrawn uh, encountered the hand and the saber, and he kept the hand in storage, but he used the hand to 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 produce an actual clone of Luke of Luke Skywalker and. You know, not very, not a very popular idea to you know most Disney fans, but I think it was I thought it was actually a pretty decent idea and been way better than Disney's explanation with the hand being used to create Stoke and uh, and, and yes and yeah and eventually uh, Luke gave his saber to to his wife Mara Jade and eventually uh, the and eventually they put the saber in storage again and. And it was never used again since. So, yeah, that 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 weapon has like a very legendary, legendary history history behind it. And I and and now the uh, now Disney and merchandise is calling it Ray Skywalker's lightsaber. And the and the fact that they're calling it that and and not uh, like like it's Anakin's and, lightsaber. Yes, it is because you know he he's the one that built that saber, and uh, therefore should be called Anakin saber. I don't care who else uses it in the, in the future, but it's Anakin. But, you know, the thing the thing about Ray too is that in the sequels, you notice that she's given like almost everything. She got the Millennium Falcon. She got BB-8. She got uh, like a Rebel helmet. She got uh, like she got Anakin's name, Anakin saber. And even uh, the Skywalker sunset on, on on Tatooine, and she just buried uh, Leia Luke's sabers like uh, like under the sand on on Tatooine, and yeah, it's which doesn't make any sense. Like why? Like I like I mean that whole scene I hate so much, but it's like it's like why? Okay, like. I like I, I understand like burying Luke's lightsaber there, but like Leia was never on Tatooine except for no wait 
No, she was never on Tatooine. Oh no, wait, no, she 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 was in episode six. All right, for when she was uh, under when she, when uh, what's his name? When she was a slave by Jabba. Yeah, when she was Jabba's slave, she was on Tatooine. That was the only time. Like, so like I like the symbolic like burial of the lightsabers makes sense for Luke's, but not for hers. It's like maybe if they like got some oh here's some like soil from Alder like Alderaan like that they somehow get and like we'll bury it now and that would actually that, that would have been just like slightly better it would have made that shitty scene it would have just spiced it up with a little sugar or something it still would have been shitty but it wouldn't have been as bad so yeah and def- and definitely and uh you know and speaking of like uh, george lucas's plans for the for the sequel trilogy uh I've, I've, I've been digging into that for the past couple of years, and honestly, surprisingly, we know very little. We know very little about them. I mean, there's a one bombshell from November where there is a there is a parody guy involved, Darth Maul, and Darth Talon as the main villains, and uh, it's gonna have Luke revealing the Jedi Order, and then Leia become apparently becoming the quote unquote chosen one but i think honestly that was just like a like an early concept that lucas came up with one time but he eventually decided that uh, that wouldn't really work and he decided to just make that into a game instead that's set in the legacy era with uh, either a clone or a descendant of darth maul trading into darth talon but the but the sequels that he was sold to disney and bob Iger. You know, the only few things we know about them, but there is concept art that you can find of them online, and uh, and it has some pretty in- interesting details. Apparently, it was the first time that we would have actually seen the whales, which is uh, which is basically like a race that's that's supposedly like wrote down the entire uh, story of Star Wars that Lucas has had in mind since he first wrote the movies and this would be the first time we've actually seen them. And apparently in the sequels, they were, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're also, they're also gonna like be the driving revealed to be the driving force behind the, behind the bitty, behind the bitty Koreans and, uh, and why like certain people could use the, why certain people could, uh, use, use the force better than others. They're either going to like show their, their home world, and uh, also similar to the final concept, it would have also had a, a female as a protagonist, and she also would have gone to a Jedi temple where Luke was hiding. But I think instead of him being a coward and running away, he was just there in like solitude, like basically trying to, you know, better, you know, find find ways to better the Jedi Order and know more you know about the force and the you know the concept art the jedi temple that he was on in the in, in the concept art was just way more magnificent than the the stone temple of, of octu it, it it was it was it's actually pretty magnificent and uh and and, and other other things too is that uh you know and uh you know uh eh, what else and the main villain would have been a character just that was, that was just called the Jedi Killer. A name hasn't come up for him yet. Who would eventually become Kylo Ren? But 
the the concept art he looks way more badass like like but his but his like clothing kind of uh, you know differs in certain scenes like there's one where he's like wearing Darth Vader's burnt helmet there's another where he's wearing uh like a you know like red like red armor and there's also another where he's like a complete cyborg and uh and you know and then there's also apparently there's got to be a scene in in uh, his sequels where it showed like a specter of like the ghost or a specter of Anakin Skywalker like changing from uh, prequel Anakin to, to Vader to kind of, to kind of show like represent conflict and, uh, and apparently it would have also you know while the prequels and originals dealt with like the physical realm of the Force apparently in George Lucas's version of the, of the sequels it would have dealt with the spiritual realm of the force like we could have even seen like the jedi afterlife for the first time but uh but but here but since like i said that's that's all we know about lucas's sequel trilogy so far i have my own theories uh he said in 2015 during a tri- during a film festival like like a few months before force awakens came out he said that uh in his own words that the original saga was about the father, the children, and the grandchildren, and that that's not a secret. That's uh, even in the novels and everything. So he definitely had the idea of Luke of the original trilogy characters having kids in mind. From that quote, he he and there would be the same characters that we saw in the EU. So in my mind, his trilogy would have been set in between Fate of the Jedi Apocalypse, which came out in 2012. And it would have been set in between that book and the Star Wars Legacy comics, and would have shown like how 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 the three of them uh, how the three of them have passed on because we know they died because Luke's Force Ghost shows shows up shows up in Legacy. But uh, I think that uh, the the planet Mortis from from the from the Clone Wars series would have would have been in this trilogy and had a big major role. And I believe that the main villain, you know, behind, you know, behind uh, Darth Talon and the Jedi Killer would have been uh, Abeloth, the main villain of the Fate of the Jedi series. Because that series ended with uh, Abeloth being imprisoned and the uh, and, uh, revelation that she's inevitably going to return one day. So the Jedi were going out of the galaxy trying to find the Mortis Dagger to find... Fu- you know, to finally end her once and for all. And she would have been introduced in either episodes eight or nine, but preferably eight, because introducing the villain... No, the Emperor was introduced in episode six. I don't think it'd be too lazy to introduce your villain in the last movie. You just had to build him up first. Well, yeah, you know, you got the Emperor just suddenly being there in episode nine. Dude, here I am! The dead speak! <laughs> yep. And, uh, oh, God. I think that, uh, you know, the main female character, Kira, that's, that's what her name was in the, in the early production. I think the, the really big, the really big, uh, oh, another thing I forgot to mention about George Lucas' sequels is that in the concept R2, apparently there was a scene where Kira, you know, who later become Rey, actually, like, goes underwater and she like and she like finds the the, de- the ruins of the Death Star underwater, 
and uh, and a pe- and apparently a big part of that is that she's going in there to find information on uh, on the on the Jedi that the that the Empire kept hidden, and to kind of find like more and for, to kind of like find more secret Jedi sites or, or something like that. So I also think I also think that uh, that you know the, the whole that you know that Kira you know the main character would have trained on would have trained under under Luke and uh, and w- and would have been uh, chosen to be the, the hero to try to like you know you know to, to save the galaxy from the dark from the dark side of the force and uh, I mean Anakin that was a chosen one of course but uh, he destroyed the Sith not the dark side itself so let's go Kira who, who in my theory she wasn't related to any original trilogy character she was just her by herself but i do also believe that, that uh, the characters uh, like jada solo and, and ben skywalker would have appeared to have been supporting characters but not main characters and uh then i also think that uh you know at the end of episode nine uh luke the always shown luke skywalker passed on with the force like like he, Mark Hamill said was originally going to happen in episode nine, and then Han Solo also dies at this point because you know defended with Harrison Ford's wishes. But they give both of them like actual good, meaningful deaths, and then Leia was the only person to survive in the end, and she like takes up the mantle of of Grant of the Grand Master of the Jedi Order, and then uh, I'm I'm going to pause you real quick just because this thing is telling me I only have 30 minutes. So I'm going to just stop this one, then I'll start another one. So hold on a sec. Okay, keep going. Yeah, at the end, of Leia became like the, the new Grandmaster of the, of the Jedi Order for the rest of her life. And then uh, the end of the movie would have shown R2-D2 going to the Keeper of the Wells to present the, the entire story of Star Wars to him. And that's, that, that, and that's, how, the, that's how the movie ends. I mean... Like I said, uh, this is pure speculation. The movies could have been different, for all I know. But I'm just saying, like based on what I've what I've researched and what we have so far, that this is the conclusion that I've drawn to personally. But either way, they they would have been like really fascinating. I hope uh, that those scripts get leaked to the public in some some time, or even like as comic books or or novels based on, like, what-if stories. You mean they could, but you know, like, Disney has that stranglehold on everything, so if anybody tried to release anything Star Wars, they'd be like, well, that's not canon, and they would just, like, shut that down, sue the creator into oblivion. Of course it's not going to be canon, because it's, it's, uh, you know, it's not what they went with, but it would be good, but it would be good what-if stories for everyone to at least know what Lucas did and uh, we could basically just consider those the true sequels. We could. We could, yeah. We definitely could, but I just, I don't think Disney would be on board for that. I mean, fortunately I would have to agree, but it's, but, but it's like you, you know, I'm you know, they, they, they don't have any respect for George Lucas so they don't even have any respect for, uh, I don't even think they have any respect for uh, Stan Lee now because I don't know if you've heard, but 
sometime after his death, uh, there was some father who uh, whose son died, and he was like burying him, and he wanted to put Spider Man on his gravestone because he was a, his son was a big Spider Man fan, and Disney tried suing him for it. No and, way. Yes, way. It's, that is so heartless. It really is, and you know, plus. They're trying to claim that they're trying to respect the creator, Walt Disney, but they're doing things that he would have disapproved of, like that he would not, like he never wanted alcohol in his theme parks, and Disney nowadays is doing just that. And well, uh, I mean, kind of like uh, the only place you can get it in Disneyland is if you're part of that Club Thirteen, or you can go to the the cantina in the new Star Wars Land. What's it called? Galaxy's Edge that they have there, and you can get like a drink there. Well, I'm, I'm talking about the Galaxy's Edge one, but yeah, that's still like you know that's that's still disrespectful to the the creator himself. And I feel like that when Walt Disney was alive, that was the best time of Disney. Second, well, first to like you know the, the mid '90s when they had stuff like Mulan, Emperor's New Groove. Uh, Hercules and, and all that stuff. That, that was a good time too. But, uh, but, but I'm just saying that, like you know, I feel like uh, just not long after he died, they, 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 they put put all that to the ground. Yeah, well, I mean, what's what's the well, like I mean, it's the, like Apple's doing the same thing. Like once Steve Jobs died, I mean, as big of a piece of shit that guy was, like he, like once he died, they just started doing like just really fucked up shit. Doing like planned obsolescence on their phones, which is just total bullshit. What are their phones? Planned obsolescence. Basically, like their phones are programmed to get slower. It's it's where they deliberately make a phone like go bad later so you can buy another one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's and it's like they've gotten in trouble for it. Now they can't do it anymore. It's like you fucking idiots. Like you you greedy motherfuckers. Like I just I mean, like, it doesn't surprise me. It's just like, yeah. Too, with, like, computers and, and stuff. Yeah, the, every every one of their products has that. Except for, like, some older model. Like, um, I still have a an old iPod Nano. And that thing is still, you can still, I can still use that thing. And it's still good. Because it's basically just, like, a, a USB stick with a screen. And so, like, it's, like, it's not, like, like super crazy. But, yeah, like, their, their laptops... Their phones, they got in trouble for like, yeah, like planned obsolescence. Like it just doesn't, it just stops working after a while. Cause it's like, well, we, we need you to pay another $2,000 to buy another one because we're greedy fucks. Like, yeah, it just pisses me off to no end. All right. I'm, all right. We're, we're going to tie into the end of this thing. So, <sighs> all right. Now, give me a, A score out of ten for where you think Disney's going to take this, and I, I know you're going to give it a low score, but I, I will I will say that I would give them like a good solid seven, only because I actually think the Bad Batch is pretty cool. I've only seen the first three episodes. Mandalorian is definitely carrying that entire the entire series is being carried by the Mandalorian. And they have like the book of Boba Fett coming out pretty soon. 
the Ahsoka show, we're going to get um, Thrawn. Hopefully that, that'll that be good. Um, and then the the Acolyte, I think that's the one about the uh, the Sith. So I give it a 7 out of 10 for the direction they're taking it in. I think it could be better. I don't think it's as bad. I think it's greedy for sure and like totally shitty and the sequels suck. But give your score. My score would have to be a uh, two. Oh, jeez. I mean, like I said, I used to think that you know that 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 uh, Mandalorian would 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 carry would carry, would carry it off the shoulders of tyrants. I mean, I still, I mean, it's definitely still better than the than the sequels. I will give it that. But I just think that I just, I just think that like you know if you know once you know I'll I'll only like completely forgive them if they uh apologize to george for for throwing him under the bus and uh and basically like uh revive and reviving the reviving the eu and doing and doing it right only forgive them if 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 they if they do that and uh and, and yeah well you heard it here folks jack gives it a two out of ten that's okay, because um, I mean I, I understand I understand why you're giving it that score. All right, well I'm gonna end this. So, all right, next on this thing we'll probably be doing some uh, Hogwarts house sorting at some point, maybe tomorrow, maybe not. We'll see. But thank you all for listening. Yeah, we'll do this. We'll do a Hogwarts sorting to Hogwarts sorting tomorrow for. The, for the original six Star Wars movies. Yeah, we'll do that, and then that that should take a long time. Yeah, we'll and see. then uh, and, and then what's the best day you want to do another podcast? I'm still I'm still feeling it out. I still have to see how this sounds. Like once I stop recording, I'm gonna like see how it sounds. So um, it kind of depends because like my plan is to just find random people off of Reddit that want to just talk about whatever they want to talk about and then just like film episodes or like record episodes. So yeah, uh, we'll figure it out, but um, yeah. whatever we can, I'd like to talk about another Star Wars topic. It's about the prequel trilogy and why, and why they're, why they're so great. We could definitely do that. Probably like we could probably do it, like next week do that and then yeah, we'll plan it out you could be like a regular guest that just comes on to rant about star wars and stuff and hogwarts sorting all right uh that concludes our show for today ladies and gentlemen yes it does